All right, this is our Father's Day uh, episode for Nod Your Head and Listen. It's a podcast where three brothers uh, dissect a movie, oftentimes movies that we grew up watching and rewatching and watching behind the scenes and making of whatever it might be. But sometimes it's new movies and sometimes it's movies that, yeah, like Oscar movies, sometimes it's just kind of our, our horror movies, uh, but anything in between as well. So this week is going to be a movie that our father loves, which is 2003's Out of Time with uh, Denzel Washington. Um, what makes this movie so amusing is that it's not like a bad movie, nor is it like some, you know, Denzel Washington's best movie. It's just kind of sitting at like in the 60s or something like that, 60% something and Rotten Tomatoes, like a, 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 you know, a fun movie to watch, but nothing that's uh, not usually on Denzel's top three or top five, but we can go right into it. And um, our first category that we do when we're talking about a movie is something we call dinner and a movie, which is just talking about a, a meal or food that played a role, some at some role in the movie. Um, and Brad, you can take take it away for the first one and then kind of jump in around, uh, go round table. Okay. Well, I would say not, not just because of the Florida setting, but because I like the uh, exchange between uh, Denzel and Dean Kane early on. So I think you should have some crab and um, some bottled beer to go with this. If y'all remember that when, uh, <clears throat> when they're talking, when Denzel's sitting down, they kind of joke about how they should join each other, but neither one of them wants to. And uh, Denzel says to Dean Kane, you should have the crab. And he says, no, I'm allergic. He's like, I, I know. So no one actually eats crab, but there's just like a little jokey exchange between those two uh, fake recommending that Dean Cain has the crab because apparently that's his kryptonite. And uh, they, I feel like someone's drinking a bottle of beer at, like in almost every scene of the movie. Plus again, it's, it's Florida. Crab is on theme. It's mentioned. It's a little inside joke. Um, so I feel like that fits that's the setting one. and there's like a little in, inside joke there too. So I feel like if I was going to watch it, you know, or when I watch it again, uh, I, I feel like some crab and uh, O'Doul's or whatever type of beer you're in the mood for could be could be a good one to go. Yeah, Eric, you're next, but actually that was the one scene I remembered. But as Brad was saying that, really? I randomly did rem- I actually randomly remembered a, a second one. Um, but oh, Eric, yeah. you are, you're, no, you're next. Do you have oh, one? Okay. I, I went with literally the only thing that I think was actually on screen and it just showed the his little sidekick or his, the the ah, goofy like the comic yeah, relief guy got with the turkey it looked like a turkey and avocado sandwich it looked delicious <laughs> and yeah, it was like yeah. zoomed in on it yeah che. when he was in his house che thank you yeah yeah i like um, i liked him he uh it, it looked delicious and again that's the only food i could actually remember on screen so i wrote it down thinking i might have something else because that was pretty early on hmm. and that's all i had well eric actually got like the the ingredients of the sandwich i just put chase sandwich uh cut with, <laughs> cut with a large butcher knife because they had to make it dramatic yeah, that was kind of strange. I, I, yeah. I, I i liked it i liked it it was it was uh it, it was doing the like they, they showed you the big knife it was just like you know it was a nice little uh cut i was gonna say cut away it would have been an accidental pun but like it, it was the transition into that scene so they showed the big knife cutting the sandwich it was it was cool it was, i liked it yeah yeah i uh uh shoot Oh, never mind. Um, I thought I had another note there. But yeah, I was like, I had to try the crab on there. Um, and then I thought, was Denzel not eating anything when Dean Cain comes up to him? He was just drinking a beer. I he I, I feel like they, he mentioned he mentioned him eating breakfast, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know I didn't see anything. He says something about you having breakfast with your friends, and then they had their little exchange, but I didn't notice him 
Like I, I didn't notice what he was eating. They didn't make a big show of it. So I don't know what it was or if he was finishing up, but I didn't, I didn't see anything specific. Bar? Yeah. Doesn't he say like you having breakfast with your friends or something? No, the, yeah. At the very beginning. Oh. Not like, not the, not the, like the dark, whatever bar, like what, you know, the, the, the like the, the kind of, touristy you know outside bar that like at the very beginning whenever dean kane is first introduced um uh chris oh. is his character but uh i remember from last week we got i'm trying to get better at remembering characters names and movies that we don't like know very well so i made sure i wrote them down this time but um you just got to have imdb pulled up because yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember I had that last. any names I know Denzel is matt and yeah, matthias matt yeah matthias. And then eva mendez is uh is alex and i just re realized that on movies like this we probably should give a general synopsis like 10 seconds or so uh because you know some movies that we do are really well known like when we do jaws we don't have to go over the the synopsis of that but uh yeah denzel washington plays a florida pl uh, chief of police matthias who is having an affair with a woman who is in a an abusive relationship and he uh basically it's like yeah brad kind of mm -hmm. talked about earlier it's kind of like a film noir um where there's some twists and turns uh but basically his the, the woman he's having an affair with his girlfriend uh and her husband dean kane or chris uh turn up missing or they 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 seem to be dead but maybe they're not um kind of thing so not a great synopsis but general idea of what and then he's trying to it figure out the job done He's trying, to put the, he's trying to put the pieces together. That's it. Um, and I'm, I can't believe that Eva Mendez, I feel like she was kind of like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven where Brad Pitt was always eating throughout that movie. I feel like there's a lot of scenes where Eva Oh, Mendes, yeah, she did eat a lot of food. She eating, ate a hot dog. Like, oh, I, I missed the hot dog. I, I remember all, I, always, I saw her chew. I never seemed to see what she was actually eating, but it was. she felt like she started a scene uh, like glistening was. with sweat because every, you know, everyone was like so Everybody sweaty was the so whole time. Sweaty. Um, she was drinking a Coke, eating like yeah. some Doritos and a hot dog. I do remember that. They, they did definitely show a bag of Doritos. I kind of forgot about it. I know. It's just, it was like she's like sitting on the desk. She's like sitting on the desk waiting for a phone call or something. And I, I, I very much remember it and just didn't write it down and forgot about it. I forgot. It. I until you, it's like oh, the opening shot is like the <clears> bag <throat> of Doritos. It was almost like she was yeah, like, really, oh, these Doritos sure are crunchy. <laughs> But, yep. but they did. I mean, it was fine. They didn't, and like it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just they definitely showed the the brand name. Okay, so basically, if we're if we're putting it all together, you need to get a large kitchen knife, make a Eric knew the sandwich, something with avocado, turkey, or something turkey. I think it was just turkey and avocado. The meat could be wrong. It looked like a turkey. Yeah, and we're we're gonna get it right. Maybe it's like a crab. Dip. Maybe do like a crab, like a crab appetizer of some sort, and then a turkey avocado sandwich cut with the large butcher knife and then doritos yeah. to go with your turkey avocado sandwich and, and turn, a Coke your, or a turn your ac off or whatever when you're eating it you got to have a good sweat going when yeah. you're eating to, to, get to, some feel, good beads. To, <laughs> to feel the florida heat but yeah our, our dinner and a movie actually kind of expanded and uh, the last note yeah. i had on the dinner and a movie is yeah i can't imagine did che only have that one snack i feel like he's like the funny you know the funny whatever the comic relief uh slob character i'm like He's got. Well, he was drinking the whole time. Yeah, but whatever. He yeah, he, he was more of a he was more of a drunk because they mentioned that several times that he had, his wife was upset with him because he was always out drinking. Uh, Definitely, yeah. He just Bring seemed kind of sloppy because I feel mm. I feel like when it got toward the end, there's a scene that I thought actually made sense because they built it up that he's not taking care of himself or other things. Um, which I guess, I mean, who are we spoiling this for? But like when his car doesn't start toward the end, I felt like that wasn't like, a, oh, of course it's not starting. Well, I felt like it was perfectly established that he's not 
maintaining. Yeah. He's not taking care of himself or other stuff. So I thought oh, it was God. perfectly fine that his car didn't start and it didn't yeah. actually, anyway, I thought that I actually liked that they had established his character well enough that that was perfectly reasonable that it wasn't well, just like a you know versus some movies it's like the brand new car doesn't start conveniently in a horror movie because of course they can't get away or whatever and uh, i thought it made sense for his character because he's not someone who's seemingly checking things off a list uh as when he's they, supposed to. sorry whenever they whenever they go to that place and he finds the whatever card or whatever behind the uh, behind the refrigerator and he grabs the beer from the fridge he doesn't grab any food that scene it's just beer from the fridge Is i that... think he just grabs a beer okay that was, that was the only other scene that i was like did was there food that i missed but um he's, he's looking for something behind the fridge but it's something like he's actually doing his job there well, I, knew, I knew behind I know, the i knew behind the fridge yes. wasn't food i was just trying to zero in on a scene so you two wouldn't remember what scene i was talking about yeah, I didn't know if there was any food, but if there's not, they're, think... they're about to leave, and he's like, "Hold on, let me grab this beer." And he makes some joke about two a beer in the hand is worth two in the fridge or something. Oh yeah, that, I could have put that in the quotes, but I'm sure maybe someone picked it up. But um, but yeah, so we have our we have our sandwich and our Doritos and all that. We have a full meal, no no AC in case anybody wants to relive the experience. But the next topic we have is any trivia or behind the scenes. And yeah, I, I don't actually have anything. So Eric was Eric and then Brad for this one. The only thing I had was that set on set. They set the clocks forward to make oh, everybody that, on yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it that wasn't like, that was a good one. I mean, it was, it was fine. I figured somebody else would probably have that one. I almost didn't put it, but I didn't see much else. Well, this was, uh, I, I, saw, I saw that one and I did notice it was kind of cool that, uh, I mean, a small thing, but kind of uh, another one. He likes film noir. He's kind of an old school director, uh, Carl Franklin, um, but he actually, he gave himself a kind of cameo. His name was listed in like the oh, phone yeah. records. Um, so if you want to count that as a director cameo, but also one thing I like, because I watched some of the behind the scenes on the on the DVD, which of course I recognize from dad's copy he's had for 20 years. But uh, it was cool to hear people interviewed about how much he likes shooting on location. So like you had even the, uh, and, I, and I do think that helped this movie. And if y'all haven't seen it, I bet you would like uh, One False Move with uh, Billy Bob Thornton who co-wrote the screenplay and Bill Paxton. A anyway, the whole point is a lot of his movies have like a good down like down to earth, gritty feel. One False Move was a great thriller from 1992, um, and I thought this movie, a lot of it, like you could you could feel the, I mean you could you could feel the atmosphere, obviously of Florida, but also like in the hotel scene, like when they fall off the balcony. Yes, some of that was green screen. It was cool to hear him describe how they did. Some of that was green screen. Some of that was an actual set they had built. Like they had actually built a five story set to to film that part. But I do think a lot of his movie. Uh, benefit from the authenticity of him wanting to film on location and not just use sound stages except when it really needs to be done but i know one false move definitely had like that low budget feel but also when movies are, are filmed on location it just feels a lot more realistic and i thought a lot of the a lot of the parts of this movie felt better that opening scene with denzel walking into the house and the shots of the office and a lot of that stuff i think benefited from the director from carl franklin wanting to do everything on location i thought that helped the movie a lot but i mentioned that as trivia simply because a lot of the actors and people uh who worked with me mentioned how much uh carl franklin likes to likes to film uh on location and doesn't really like soundstage and i think that helps his films look uh look better well i just looked it up and uh yeah i got 94 percent on rotten tomatoes 
uh, it's like a yeah, crime drama, like Brad said, 1992. But we might have to choose that one for like in the future for uh, basically for, again, we didn't, uh, yeah, usually we do like rounds of, uh, of movie picks where we do like a 90s round. This was kind of, you know, we had some birthday picks and, and Father's Day pick. But a lot of times we'll do uh, like a round where each one of us gets to pick a movie within a category, either a genre of a movie or a, or a decade. And yeah, we could do that for a 90s or just a never seen before uh, uh, movie, but you know, good reviews and never uh, never heard of it. So anyway, good recommendation. Yeah, it there. kind of flew under the, well, and I, I'll, go, I'll go back to him later. We can move on to a different category, but I did have some thoughts on the director, um, but okay. we, can, we can move on. I'll come back to that a little bit later. Uh, so the next part is uh, any noticings or wonderings about the movie. And again, uh, oftentimes these are movies that we've seen as kids. So when that happens, we have uh, watch uh, kid versus adult things we notice as kids versus now um and i can start first and yeah right off the bat maybe it's because i don't know if dad fast forwarded but there was a lot of um we'll call them short stops but i know i feel like we called them back in the day but a lot of intimate scenes from the get-go for a pg-13 movie um i mean a lot of it was you know not direct but still i'm like man i watched this when i was like you know 12 uh but um yeah i think it was like two scenes within the first 10 minutes to really put out the vibe that they were into each other um and I, th I think we have to meet a quote of referencing Seinfeld at least one time per episode but I think uh I was like I put hot and heavy uh for their relationship <laughs> um and oh yeah and then uh on the balcony scene without getting too too much because I'll probably get to it later but um why he could have they could have easily dropped into the balcony below um he was not very far from that that balcony right below when they were hanging a, a quick little a quick mm. little uh move he could have been there especially once well what we'll to say at the end of the scene when matthias uses that tiny little nub the sharp actually a more sharp nub um if that's or oxymoronic i don't know but that little little section that he somehow got his grip on and pulled himself up i'm like yeah. you showed him and he was like right there by the balcony below him he could have easily just taken that balcony but yeah. um, okay hold, hold on i'm a quick counter to that though that's fair but remember he's he doesn't want people to know he's there and what just happened he's trying to get away and so he needs to get back to the same room because he knows that one's empty his life, his life is on the line i don't know and the safe to... the safe was in that room. Uh, okay that's a safe the he, safe he needs to get the stuff i don't know I'm, I'm i think that i i see what you're saying and you're trying to be careful but like he i think he i think it's important to get back to the same room because yeah he's got the he's got important stuff like the brief the safe and the briefcase or whatever i guess he sees right, the briefcase man. later i think that i've been, out, I've right. been outvoted uh the only, <laughs> the only the only part that i'll still stand on is i feel like in the moment when you're like i could die right now or i could at least jump onto this balcony where the tension's already back on you like you know everyone's looking up because someone just fell but uh but I, I get the point and i'll be outvoted on that one so that might that was actually all i <laughs> it's had it's a good but, point it's no it's a good point honestly i did not um, make that connection i did notice a little nub and i noticed the camera work that there's no way he's actually pulling himself up because he only had one hand. What was his other hand? Yeah, that, yeah. Nothing. But they, uh, they, they strategically. It's, Den, it's Denzel Washington. Don't don't doubt. It, his, it could be the strongest man in, in the world. You have nothing else to grab onto. It's flat. Again, I'm just saying I, I appreciated the camera work to not even show it. So it, most people just wouldn't notice that. Anyways, I wasn't I'm not cutting. I just wanted to bring that. Y'all aren't giving Matthias enough credit. Um, Eric, I, the strongest human could not do it, so it's not. <laughs> it's not an anti-Matthias thing. He can do a lot of things, but 
body mass alone but eric you're next yeah. to do uh noticing oh okay i guess if i'm next i wasn't really cutting then yeah, um let's see i again this is like I, I i don't know when we're gonna get to like the dad part but like i, I want to briefly obviously the name of the movie is out of time and the overall plot but i was like noticing a lot of little tiny story like every little storyline would run out of time like even the opening sex scene they're about to do something a phone rings it runs out of time like oh. it just it, but i had that the uh the cancer at the time or she yeah, she's running out of time. like every little storyline was time sensitive not just the overall plot of him trying to get him off the hook time yeah. um, i feel like i had something else i mean obviously part of the main story the deleting the phone records the voicemails the insurance like all those things where he's having to sit there and like play on his phone while you know playing it cool right in front of him like it was yeah. i get why dad likes well, the, was, the intensity like like that whole scene of just I mean every single time it's like he's about to have him to erase each his name on the on the phone records, so again like they didn't it wasn't just I don't know I maybe it's it was meant to be that obvious but I just like seemed like a lot of little parts that weren't that important to the main plot still kind of involved time being of the essence. So actually that's all I have because that was a good chunk of it. But yeah, I don't know why I put that in the wrong category. It's all right, no worries, Brad. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I noticed was the first time I saw Dean Kane, I thought that uh, they had transported Mac from It's Always Sunny, like season seven, back to be in this movie. So that was a little bit distracting. Uh, and then I did notice, I was like, I don't know how uh, Denzel didn't call her out for this, but when they're talking about her getting uh, her treatment and they're like, yeah, there's like a 17% chance. She's like, I'd have a better chance of winning the lottery. And blah. I'm like, first of all, I need to go to Florida right away if you have a 17% chance to win yeah. the lottery because those odds are amazing. Uh, but it wasn't like a bad line. Obviously, she, I mean, we found out later that there's a reason that she's making those up, but I'm like, 17% chance? How does nobody say, first of all, that's not even close? Um, so that wasn't a bad line, but it definitely was like, that doesn't seem right. I just yeah. noticed it because it seemed a little uh, off. And then I did notice that uh, did y'all notice the the movie that was playing in the background of the of the hotel yeah. when they yeah. when they when they jumped out they, the balcony? They, yeah. That was I under the trivia, one time. and I, I don't remember I, what it was. No, I remember seeing they, it they under trivia. You're, you're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde. Oh, that's right. Dang. I was gonna say <laughs> it's funny. Girls. It's funny. I didn't even notice it in this viewing, but I remember why. I remember seeing it when we used to watch it all the time. Like I don't think I had seen this probably since like '07 or something. It was like somewhere in, when I was in high school. It, it had been a while, but even though I remembered a good chunk of it, or you know, most of it. Uh, but yeah, I remember the legally blonde. Um, and then I saw, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw, I, I saw it on the, some of the, the trivia that I was looking up as well, but even that's where I saw that and then still forgot about it when I actually got <laughs> to that scene, but it was an intense scene. So it was fair, but it, it was, Austin's... that line seemed like it was louder than the rest of it. Plus that's just, that's a famous yeah. line. So I'm like, oh, I know it that is, it is. It's another um, classic two thousand. Real, real quick. Cause Austin kind of brought it up. I, I guess, I don't know if this would have been noticing really, but this is technically a rewatch for us, but this. I mean, I was basically watching a movie for the first time. I remember oh, really? almost same, same here. I, I didn't um, like I, 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 I couldn't I remember how it was going to end. I remembered nope. almost oh, none wow. of it. I think the same, beginning same was the only me. part that I was a little rusty on. Some of the details of the well, beginning. I'm sure, Dad. Remember... I'm sure we skipped that scene when we were younger. Oh, well, and I, I wondered defense, about that, but no, go ahead, Austin. <clears throat> I was going to say, in my defense, I'm the youngest 
So the gap between 03 and once, once the two of you left, you know, were on your own was a short window where I had a good six years of dad rewatching it. And I was living at home and high school. Uh, oh, I, th- I think, true. I think I saw it. Th- I think I saw it the most out of everyone, but no, there was most of the scenes. I remembered like exactly what it looked, looked, looked like. And um, how like his reactions to things like I remembered like probably 90 some percent of it almost verbatim and um, but uh, the beginning part I was like okay but probably some of it went over my head because I didn't you know when you're a kid you're not listening like okay she has cancer but you know kind of thing like it's not you know you're not you're not thinking about the layers of it kind of like rewatching vertigo or something uh, as a kid versus an adult it's like there's more to it than just but you can still enjoy it even if you don't catch all the layers the first time but Anyway, Brad, I think you were, we were kind of talking over each other, sorry. No, I was going to say one of the things that I, the last thing I noticed, y'all, y'all are fine, was I actually appreciated this. And again, it's a spoiler, but the movie's 20 years old, but I actually liked, I don't know if y'all noticed, but the soundtrack I thought was like, it was 2000s, but but not in a bad way. I, I liked it. It was like, it fit, it was like film noir slash like a, a 2000s. Strength, Brad, strengths and weaknesses are next and soundtrack is involved in that. So yeah. Well, okay. That's fair. What I'm saying is I, <laughs> what, I what I noticed that I hadn't noticed before was the soundtrack, uh, excuse me, the soundtrack turned super cheesy during some of the times where, um, where uh, Sina Lathan uh, was telling him how, how sick she was and it was turned and it was like these sad moments, but then you find out later she was lying. So it was almost like the director was either tricking you or like giving you a hint that she was lying. And I, I, I mean, maybe I'm making this up and I would be interested to go back and watch it again, but it like turned very like soap opera y. But if you notice the scenes where they're at the hospital and they're talking to the fake doctor, it's like the, the music goes from being very fitting to a film nor crime mystery movie to being super, super cheesy and uh, uh, sentimental. And I was like, this doesn't fit. I'm like, wait, I wonder if that's on purpose. And to me, it did seem almost like a, this is, there's a reason this seat, this doesn't work with the theme and the, and the feel of the rest of the movie. And I felt like that was the only time it actually played that way was when she was lying to Denzel about what was going on. And then you find out later, oh yeah, all of that was when she, when she was trying to sell her plan to him. So that's the first time I'd I noticed. I didn't notice the music in that scene, actually. It, I noticed it, the music, I, but not I didn't that either. scene. I, I noticed it, could it just, in the beginning. Yeah. So again, it was a noticing thing because I had not, I, to me, it just seemed, and I'd be curious to go back and watch it like with dad and with y'all. But to me, it was like Hallmarky again, no, no offense to Hallmark movies, but it was just like the rest of it, the soundtrack was great. And then to me and those scenes, it was very cheesy. And I feel like it was a, a an intentional thing because Franklin really likes his film noirs. And, and in one false move, it was never like that. It was always like, it always fit. And I think in the rest of the movie, it fit. But for that, it was like very, very silly. And, uh, but it turns out it was because we were being tricked and he was being tricked. And so I think, I think that was intentional, but I'd be curious to, to go back and listen to the director's commentary. Cause I feel like uh, that was the reason for it. But anyway, I just, I noticed that's, that, that's when it was, uh, uh, that's when it, that's when it played a little different. I think that's um, a good catch because I do feel like I remember it being because I guess I'll save some of it for the strengths and weaknesses, but I do feel like I remember noticing it being a little off there. But at that time I was again, because I didn't remember this movie at all. I didn't know she was lying at that point. So I'm thinking it's a real sad moment and kind of thinking, uh, I kind of just thought it was like outdated music, but I feel like that's I why like, Eileen is like because like, I do remember like Brad's no, I like the way Brad's I, I like that better. I think that's might have been intentional. I think they were oh, self-aware on a lot of the stuff, actually. Maybe. 
Uh, again, okay, oh. I haven't seen any of his other movies, so it's hard to get a feel for. I didn't know who the director was until Brad brought him up last episode when we were doing a preview of it. But he's um, yeah, well, and we'll get to that too. He he's he's very successful. Just he hasn't had a lot of movies, but I'll get to him because I looked him up because I was curious because. Uh, anyway, I keep on saying I'm going to get to him and then I start well, talking. I'm just going to well, shut Brad, up. Brad, I guess we actually kind of, the way I did it was you're starting, you're the one starting strengths, weaknesses, changes, and, and it was anything overrated or underrated. And again, I know overrated, underrated can be harder to do when a movie's not like a big, a big well-known movie. Like most people don't, if they, they haven't heard of Albert, Out of Time that they have, do they really, is there a scene that could be considered overrated? So like some of these It'll be harder oh, to squeeze yeah. in, but uh, you can go ahead and get right into that. Then Eric will go. Then I can end it for, again, strengths, weaknesses, any changes you would make. And were there any overrated or underrated scenes in your book? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so and I'll try to get to a couple of those points, or I'll, I'll try to get to those and kind of include some of what I think about Carl Franklin from what I've seen, because um, I think most of the chemistry between the cast was good. I, I didn't I, I didn't think Eva Mendez was was necessarily bad but i didn't i didn't really buy her in denzel versus i usually think denzel has chemistry with he, he he can talk to a light post and and convince me that you know like i he's got such good chemistry with everyone him and was it che i feel like it's like che like yes yeah, anyway yeah, a, ch ch a e but like they they were great like as the as like old buddies you know who, who, who tease each other like they were good and and he and um uh uh and murray uh, yes, uh, uh, Sina Lathan, uh, they were they were really good together. I just felt like Denzel was good, and even in, I just didn't really quite buy her as as uh, as the detective. But that, that's okay. It wasn't like she was bad. She's Sexist. the only one who stood up, and I thought, okay, do what? Sexist. It, it's 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 not. I'm not being sexist. I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> Sina Lathan. I'm saying the woman from the opening scene was great. It was almost everybody else, and I just thought Eva Mendez was was all right. I'm not being sexist, and I'm, be I'm seeing her. I'm seeing. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Maybe she no was way, so it's good. not believable at all. <laughs> maybe that's she was she was so good at her job that she didn't have time to have chemistry with Denzel because she was so Doritos focused. The whole time. That that's what it was. Those Doritos. She was she was dialed in. I mean, having but no, that she body wasn't, and eating Doritos and hot dogs that doesn't seem she, believable. She was. Uh -oh. she, she was she was all right i'm saying, I'm saying she's fit. i didn't mean that no. she's <laughs> hey, very you got the whole the whole okay. miss miss torso thing i'm getting you okay right. um cut that and, i'm cutting but that. no she she, <laughs> she she was all right but i'm saying i'm saying it's still a strength i'm saying eva mendez was all right and to me she wasn't even bad i'm saying her okay performance stood out because everyone else i thought was was so good uh i don't know uh i think his name is john billingsley from almost anything else and i thought sure, he yeah. was he, i would say he was a standout because you know denzel is going to be good. And I thought Eva Mendez was perfectly fine. I was actually, I was waiting, I was assuming Dean Kane would be my weak performance. And I actually thought he did a good job uh, yeah. in, in the role. And same thing with, uh, again, I, I looked her, I looked up uh, Sanaa Lathan and I want to say she, she just got nominated for an Emmy like last year for succession. So like she's continued to, to do well. I just didn't know her from very much of the stuff. And Brad's um, going right into underrated and uh, perform uh, what underwhelming performance. Oh, I, th I thought we were. I thought we were doing that. Brad's I thought it was strengths and weaknesses. Um, okay. Well, my my bad. Honestly, I do. Honestly, I do think that should be kind of included too. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm I'm okay know. Maybe we have to include a lot. Brad, of I'm good with that. Seriously. Okay. Well, my, my bad. But I'm going to give Brad a hard time though, because on on below it, it does say soundtrack, direction, pace, length, atmosphere title but, but like not, nowhere does it say acting but i also agree that and we could we could easily 
morph well, that into it. Strengths and weaknesses could be performances, moments. Not according scenes, to the and... not according to the agenda that I correct. clearly laid out. Correct. Technically, I crossed, I crossed out bus and wrote bus. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm, go, I'm going my own way. But I still I still think strength is the cast chemistry. And again, you're you're calling me sexist. I'm not being sexist. Eva Mendez was fine was like four months ago. Um, yeah, well, y'all, I felt like y'all were dwelling on it a little bit. She was fine. Was Eric, Everybody man. else was great. You just said she it was wasn't fine. believable because she was a woman, yeah. basically. So no, my for the love <laughs> of the let me let me try again. Let's 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 delete all that. She was so great at a detective that I didn't. I just didn't really like the the romance subplot. It was all right. That's what I would have said. I, I agree with that. I agree with weakness. that. Part. I didn't love that. I thought the. I thought if if I was going to change anything, is that is that included? Can I get to that, or do I need to wait? I mean, because I felt directions like directions really helps. I thought I felt like we can just talk about the, the whole movie sheet. With, I felt yeah. like without having, I didn't know we had to like follow an exact thing, and it was going to be so. I know. I'm with you, Brad. I on this one. I didn't know I was going to get all. Please continue with your strengths, weaknesses, the grade, I, theme, the, the, the director. <laughs> and then let's just go right into the, I'm just going to go ahead and start the, uh, we the, just the go into fishbowl too. Yeah. Let's go fishbowl. Eric, I'm picking your movie. Sorry, I'm taking over. <laughs> no, the, the strengths were the direction. And again, the Carl Franklin, you can tell he loves film noir and that shown through his pacing. I felt like, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but from about 40 minutes to 120. I thought like five minutes had gone by, like from from the moment that, that, that things start going poorly for Denzel up until like 120 when he and Eva Mendez sit down at the restaurant. Because, again, I didn't think the love Pentagon or whatever was really all that great, even though it wasn't bad. It was just to me. OK, like the final scene didn't do a whole lot for me, even though it was kind of funny. I felt like I wouldn't be surprised if the studio pressured Franklin to add in like, oh, yeah, and Eva Mendez and Denzel got to get together because they're both hot. You just have you have to do it. Yeah. But are I don't we, know. Wait, are we pronouncing it wrong or is Brad pronouncing it wrong? Mende uh, Brad, Eric, how do you say her last name? Eva Mendez? Yeah, I think Brad, Brad's putting emphasis He's on saying Mendez. He's saying even oh, Mendez. Oh, not that. Hey, y'all are getting on to me for taking too well, long. I'm, I'm with you, Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. I, I feel like I'm. I'm mispronouncing I didn't say, it. I, didn't, like, I, I literally started with saying, I don't know who's saying it wrong, not how dare Brad say it wrong. He's probably saying it right. I just even Mendez. Mendez. I say Eric, even Mendez. You're hitting the hard D. So I can just finish this. Okay, anyway, but Denzel, Denzel Washington was really good in the role at the time. But, but that, that's, that was the main thing I was going to say. Carl Franklin, is, it's interesting to look at his filmography. And I think the direction was really good because the story was was interesting enough and it, it, it was good but him him being a good enough director to get great performances especially out of Eva Mendez was was <laughs> that 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 brought the story you can tell he loves he liked the you saw a lot of the overhead fans you saw a lot of shadows you can tell he likes film mm -hmm. noirs and again um he hasn't done that many feature films which I thought was surprising but they didn't make money and that's what I was surprised when I went back he would worked with Denzel on devil in a blue dress and out of time they both lost money he did high crimes with morgan freeman lost money he did this one, uh, lost, this one lost money i didn't know that yeah they barely made back the budget so i'm sure oh. when you add in all the promotion it lost money he true. did one true thing uh with meryl streep she got nominated for an oscar lost money or barely made the budget back um and i might be missing one other one but what i was encouraged by is i'm hoping he'll maybe start getting more recognition he got nominated for an emmy for house of cards and he's done he's like you'll, you'll see him directing stuff like just last year he directed an episode of monsters he's directed four episodes of Mindhunter, hunter the leftovers four episodes ray donovan bloodline the newsroom like 
he, he shows up. He's just one where it's surprising that he's done movies that are, again, out of time to me is the perfect example. Like you said at the introduction, Austin, almost nobody would say that's Denzel's best or is it his worst? It's a, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I thought the, for like the middle third of the movie was really strong and I enjoyed the beginning and the end fine, but I feel like he, Carl Franklin's a really good director who just, who just didn't have that big, hit financially and unfortunately in in that in, in the film industry if you don't if you aren't making a ton of money you're going to get relegated down to indie projects or tv and nothing wrong with that but i feel like his passion for these types of movies i wish we had seen more out of them but anyway that was a long answer plus y'all interrupted me a lot so you know it's going to take a little bit longer well, just teaching you how to just teach you how to follow the criteria that is set in front of you and <laughs> pronouncing yeah it. heaven forbid we just have fun and talk about the movie we have to go like one two three four <laughs> we have, we have an agenda uh, uh, apparently we have to go in order right you know we get buzzed but uh but that's okay do. <laughs> I do need to get a soundboard. I don't know how to do that, but I want a soundboard. Oh, Lord. We need to have like the, the duck sounds and the buzz sounds <laughs> and like the when, whenever someone makes a good point, we do like a, a ding, ding, ding or something. But yeah. obviously yeah. I wouldn't get any of those. I would just be getting I'd be getting muted the whole time. But honestly, I didn't have a lot of weaknesses. Again, even even some of the acting, none of it was bad. I thought the pacing was good. I didn't love the ending. And I do think the the uh the reunion the reunion at the end was okay but it also didn't take up much of the movie so that's a minor weakness i didn't think it was i felt like it was studio forced and also not a big enough distraction that it really bothered me and it was a perfectly fine theme it wasn't a lot it was not enough for me to take many points off of this overall score because um which i'm assuming you're about to give your overall score while we're at it I was gonna uh, yeah, and then, and then for whatever movie Eric picks, I give Eric's pick a B plus, and the, the strengths from Eric's pick were the pacing and the direction. <laughs> All right, Eric, you, Eric, you can do uh, yeah whatever you want to do. Apparently, well, what actually? I mean, again, I'm I am with Brad in this particular instance of strengths weaknesses being like a broad umbrella of performance uh scenes and then just general strengths and weaknesses of the movie mainly because i don't have a lot so my only thing i would say is if we decide to combine it like that and make not every movie no no i'm I'm just saying oh okay i thought you just meant if we just start making it a super category of like no 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 i agree uh, i think just for now i think brad's mistake was a a a happy like it worked well i would say happy seriously yeah Um, happy accident all right eric i'm seriously good with it um so again because you guys touched on a lot of it my i said the music and the score i guess i really don't know the difference like the intense moments the the intense music behind that did a good job of raising that intensity i thought i liked um you guys have mentioned film noir multiple times now so maybe this is heavy in the film noir type movies but i thought as a weakness the zoom ins to like make it more intense like zooming on somebody's i thought that was kind of cheesy i i thought it was maybe just like an outdated 90s early 2000s action thing so i was fine with it but i thought maybe it was a little cheesy but maybe that's a film noir thing i don't know since y'all have mentioned that so many times but that was i would say kind of a weakness of the camera work kind of seemed like they were trying to do too much sometimes where i'm like 
that's not necessary i feel like we should do like around the horn i remember what used to watch that show where what's his name that tony reality dude i don't know why i remember his name um used to like uh he would like when when you agree with someone he would like give you points. Oh, yeah. like eric i have like yeah. almost verbatim those notes like you know so we see eye to eye on that actually i, I noticed that i accidentally like, saved the thing and we're like looking at the same yeah and i was or... like did i just take notes and you were just like oh i don't remember writing this but no <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I like those notes. Yeah, but at the same um, time, if, right. yeah, if we had if we had the soundboard or whatever for giving points, if I were the one giving the points, of like, oh well, when you said that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to copycat you because I'm going mm-hmm. after you. But sorry, continue. I just wanted to well, point that out. I will do quickly the the performances because I didn't have much on that. Again, Denzel, he's the star of the movie. I thought he did a good job. I will piggyback on Brad's. Che, I do think Che did a good job. I guess as far as standout, um, I thought Eva Mendez. <laughs> I thought she did better. I, I actually am flip-flopping, but I thought, what's her name? Sonali. I thought she was overacting. I, I, she, I don't know. I don't know what it was about her. I, I was not buying her. The whole, the whole movie or just at the, or just <laughs> I, I should have seen that one coming off. You immediately do that. Um, yeah, I did too. Eric, the whole, the whole movie or mostly whenever she's in the extra sweaty, like little. That scene, especially I have more thoughts on that scene coming up. Yeah, yes, that one. I actually I thought she did fine in the opening scene. Honestly, the the moment the first scene she's in, I thought she did a good job of there. So Eric liked Um, her in the sex scenes. Okay, got it. Um and the cancer scene. I really okay, I liked her in the first half of the movie, and then she's gone and then she makes a reappearance, and I didn't like her there. So not okay, yeah, I get that. When she was trying to be too dramatic, I I wasn't buying it. I was I was like Peter watching the kids play. I get it. Um, I get I that. Get that one. You, were very, you were very aware that you were watching somebody. I was act. very aware that I was watching a movie <laughs> and somebody act. That was Eva the entire movie. She walks into the bathroom. She's like, ah, oh, I'm so frustrated. Ah, oh, oh no, where did he go? This <laughs> bathroom door she was locked been a moment like ago. Nominated. Window was I open. She did a. F- um, I feel yeah, like Eva was Eva was had a much better career. So I feel like Hollywood has picked who the better actress is between those two because she's had a better career. I think she does have a lot of Teen um, Choice Award nominations under her belt. So that's she was good in Hitch. We we'll watch. She Hitch was amazing next. in it. Yeah, her and Kevin James um, lit up the screen. All right, now Brad. Now Brad's being do... ageist with the younger demographics. Nothing wrong with teenage, <laughs> teenage voters. So from so from my you, you assumed I was I was giving her credit for all the uh, nominations. Y'all assumed we could feel the sarcasm, Brad. So mm. to Eric, go ahead. So to continue yeah. my strengths and weaknesses, the uh, subcategory of moments. I thought the underrated moment was in the hospital when he realized that she was lying about the cancer. I feel like that kind of jumps. I mean, that jump starts like the whole thing of realizing, oh, he's in trouble. Um, I guess we're at this point. Yeah. And then I thought the overrated was I did not like the ending. I thought the ending was too easy. I feel like it was like Shyamalan level laziness of a twist. It, uh, I feel like most action movies in the nineties and early two thousands had where like you think it's the end and then the good guy turns his gun and says, no, actually I'm bad. Like I just, it seemed like I, I kind of saw it coming again. I didn't remember the movie that well, but it wasn't like, Oh, she's bad. like, it didn't shock me enough. So I, and just the whole, I don't know, the whole ending fight scene really didn't do it for me. And then to add on to them getting back together, Brad's right. It doesn't really mean anything, but it just kind of was a cherry on top of, Let's make this exactly how it's supposed to end. If everybody who's supposed to get away with it gets away with it, and let's get the couple back together so they're all happy. It seemed unnecessary. It didn't like hurt the movie for me necessarily. It just was, I'd say, is weak. 
it was the weaker of the scene. Um, Austin, I think you're finally up on all your, all of your. Well, it doesn't really matter. I kudos to Eric. I mean, not to call out Brad, but kudos to Eric. I feel like I agree with most points that Eric has been making this movie. Um, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, soundtrack first, Brad. Um, try to follow along. But uh, so the soundtrack <laughs> I thought fit the movie 90 percent of the time. I did miss the soap opera type mu- music, uh, whatever Brad called it. And I don't know which one he might be right on because I do feel like what Eric said, I do feel like there are some scenes that feel just like a product of its time, early 2000s. And maybe that inconsistency with the soundtrack probably had to do with that if I had to choose, but maybe Brad's right and he was trying to, you know, plant I'm going to choose to believe that Brad's right. I like that theory. We have to, get, we have to, we have to be on Brad's side somewhere in this movie. I feel like so far. I've been on Brad's side for the most part, actually. I've been, I really have. Been a I enjoyed the come. movie so much. I just, I, I was having trouble stopping talking about it. I'm sorry. I just, I agree with dad. That is, it's a fun movie to talk about. So. Oh, it's Brad's it turn. Is. Oh no, it's my turn. Okay. Um, Y'all interrupted me the whole, this, I haven't even interrupted <laughs> you a right. third as much as you interrupted me yet. We made notes and you came back. My, my notes were mainly just making sure you were following because you really thought you jumped the category, but. Uh, I inter- interrupting is called notes now. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I got a few more notes. Keep going. I might jump in with some notes. But yeah, I thought they did a good, I thought he did a good job setting the mood, uh, the film noir, because uh, as a kid, I don't think I caught on to that, even though I watched film noirs as a kid. I, I, I remember hearing the pretty obvious uh, film noir music at the beginning and just the mood, as Eric brought up, too, with the shadows and everything. I think that was Eric that said that. Um, but And also kind of agree with, the, uh, with Eric uh, with the camera work. I think, uh, again, soundtrack was overall strong. Mood was strong. Pacing was great as again i think brad pointed out especially that middle third as he said i think that was yeah that was just like there was no no uh uh whatever i'm trying to say like everything had was uh very efficient it was just like back to back to back great scenes and fun scenes to watch but i, I thought some of the uh, the kind of zooming and wraparound uh you know quick wraparound uh direction or camera work seemed just it wasn't like, oh my goodness, this is so awful. It was just like, okay, that felt it didn't it didn't fit or something. This, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the pacing kind of makes up for it because I do feel like it's a very efficient movie for what it's supposed to be, which is kind of a fun mystery thriller. Um, um, and as Eric pointed out, the title because I'm the only one that really mentions the title because it's not that interesting of a sub category but out of time is a very appropriate title so i don't have a, an alternative one but um i feel like the underrated yeah, I scene, forget about that i mean i i went back and forth if i actually wanted to keep it in there because like but well, well, i'm like whatever i haven't had I, any good ones so far okay no offense uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was your sixth uh, sense one again i'm not gonna say it now because now i'm self-conscious <laughs> um but uh underrated uh i'm gonna actually well, I'm going to say mine first and I also liked Eric's, but I thought the movie overall was pretty uh, underrated because it's not trying to be anything more than it is to me. And it sh- should have gotten more recognition than it seemed to have. And I wonder why I would lose money, especially you think 2003 Denzel Washington, like yeah. this is a, this is a good movie to go see, to go see on the, in, in the movie theater, especially 20 years ago, like nowadays. Yeah. So it's going to be a gamble when there's so much streaming and everything going on, but it was a fun mystery thriller, um, but also think Eric's scene of like, I don't often think about the hospital scene, the second hospital scene when he sees the real doctor and has the whole like pen conversation and everything like not, I know Eric wasn't that specific, but like he was saying the, the hospital scene is really when everything goes from almost take a step back and be a detective to 
you're in the you're you know the spotlight's on you now like suddenly you're in the game more than you thought you were and it really put it into another another gear if i can continue the the car analogy there but um you realize uh, he got got like dennis and mac there we go dennis and mac (laughs) um overrated i thought the balcony scene and i'm not having a bad attitude about the whole scene it just felt like the rest of the movie felt kind of grounded in its approach. And then suddenly they felt like they had to have a scene that looked yeah. catchy on the theater and the, and the commercials or previews. Yeah, so they I had to have, they have you uh, hanging <clears throat> off a balcony kind of thing. Like nothing was wrong with it. Like even, yeah, even though it was, I'm sure CGI, it wasn't like that bad. It wasn't King Kong level as we'll probably just always call it, or at least Eric and I would, um, or just, uh, you know, the 15,000 Marvel movies that come out type CGI, but whatever. Um, it did uh, yeah it just seemed like kind of came out of nowhere and then as i think eric pointed out the the ending but i was more specific about i don't like the weird choppy slow motion i hate slow motion anyway but whenever oh yeah whenever Anne shoots chris it just felt very like strange and it just takes you out of a scene when they, that happens but um yeah i feel like it was a weaker ending not a bad ending um and a little as eric put it a little easy so i'm kind of taking some of his stuff and then also i, I feel like none of us like the ending but i felt like uh, what did Alex see in Matthias throughout the movie that's that made her have a change of heart like her supporting him yeah. and, may, and maybe covering up for him but like it's not like he's suddenly vindicated and like oh he's now a good guy like he was in a messy situation that a lot of it was his fault most of it well, a lot of not all of it but you know a lot of it was his fault and he was willing to take money that was evidence to like it was like all these things like oh yeah maybe I'm wrong about him maybe I'm wrong like what like she should have been like the sidekick kind of character, I guess. I was like, okay, I'm going to get my friend, my old, my ex-husband, if they have to keep that in the movie. Like, okay, I'm going to keep him. I'm going to get him out of, uh, his, you know, get his feet out of the fire. And, but like getting back with him and all that felt very rushed. It felt very unearned as we kind of said what the last episode. And yeah, I think Brad, again, Brad probably put it best of saying it was, uh, it felt like maybe it was like a studio thing of, it's not just that they both end up kind of respecting each other again or liking each other or not respecting, they always respected each other, but, um, but yeah, just having this rushed happy ending that I didn't care for. Um, and then Eric, you can start with any yeah, best quotes, worst quotes or unintentionally funny. And we are, sorry, we are taking turns on this. So it'll be Eric, me, then Brad, we'll do one at a time just so we're not taking up all of them. Okay, I'm going to start with this one just in case. I don't think Brad's going to take this one, but I know he's going to at least like this. I went again because I always seem to take this a different route. I It made me think of something, so I found it funny. But whenever, uh, I think it's the old lady they're talking to, or they're like questioning, or no, wait. Yeah, that's the old lady, red-haired lady. Whenever they say uh, they were talking quietly, and he looks and he says, whisper? It reminds me of it is Phil from <laughs> I immediately started that, laughing because he's like because he like looks that, like irritated like whisper like that, that part that was supposed to be funny though I thought I right? know like, I know oh, but it, oh, it reminded oh, me I, I wanted to throw in that it is Phil it is Phil made me, yeah it, I, I, I wrote that one like, down trying too to keep us cool oh yeah could, yeah I wrote that tell one down. I, love, I loved I love Denzel's delivery because she's like yeah he was kind of he's like he's like oh whisper like he's so mad yeah like she's describing it so poorly like wanting her to get to the point yeah. No, that so, that was I I, I do agree. It was, was obviously point. meant to be funny, but it reminded me I I immediately was like, <laughs> it is still, so I had to like throw it in there. So 
Um, mine was actually at the end, even though I didn't like some of the ending scenes. I most pretty much all my quotes are from there. Uh, whenever Anne Murray, it would look like the subtitles were M E R A I, so Anne Murray, um, the um, she shoots Matthias and he and he's uh, and she says she was aiming, or it's like she said, I was aiming for your arm, and he said, You missed. <laughs> I always thought that was you know funny because he was kind of like cool and collected, like, Oh, I've got this, I can control this, and then she shoots him or shoots his ear. Um, and he just kind of like freaks out and just the way he did it was funny because most of the movie he's very like Denzel like just like he's like you know pretty rational calm cool collected and in and, and charge and then suddenly he's just like you know the way he says you know damn or whatever right before that <laughs> it was uh, like I was yeah anyway so that was mine that I thought was funny so Brad you can go in I have three more but again we're, we're going yep. around the table <clears throat> I uh, yeah the only the only ones that I thought were unintentional moments because it wasn't many I, I enjoyed the way he injected humor the only ones that I got that were unintentional was uh when when Abamandaz was saying was was given some uh, <laughs> exposition about Superman and she says yeah he's lost been that way since he got cut from the team I just I don't know the it wasn't so much her delivery it was just like Oh, okay. that never came up again and like i it guess he me off with superman and i was like oh you're talking about dean I know, oh, I was so, okay okay my, yeah, my bad my dean bad kane. we got Eva, I'm, I'm on about the... dean kane she's like i don't know he's just lost he's been that way ever since he got cut from the team it just sounded like really weird exposition that never came back and never and had anything never to do comes with. back yeah it has nothing to do with was it it, was it, it just it just I mean, seemed like a baseball player i don't remember what it, a football player i, I think he played football it was maybe completely it just, irrelevant He's gonna like throw a football at the end of the movie and like it just I, I don't know he's something. been lost for years I don't know he's just not really himself it just it just seemed like an unnatural line it was one of the few times where I was it like was. and then I do and all joking aside yes she was perfectly fine in the movie it was, but I'm obviously giving her a hard time now because of y'all but I do think genuinely it was pretty bad when uh, Denzel had escaped out of the bathroom and she runs in and just like throws her hands up I thought that was yeah, some pretty bad I pretty thought bad. I I did notice that as like being some not so great overacting usually I thought she was fine. Um, but I did think that was that was like I don't know I would like to have seen the outtakes of when they were like ooh that wasn't very good Eva and then they finally settled huh. on that part and I thought that was not so great. I'm trying to remember right when she goes into the bathroom when he escapes she puts her arms out and that's like she like overacts. I'm not I'm not like she does here. I'm trying bit. to because I only talked actually the part I remember I was thinking I thought she did a good job not to be contrarian was not the arms because I don't remember that part. I remember coming in and feeling frustrated and she's about to go back out of the bathroom to like. And she like composes herself. And I thought that was like, not like, ooh, that's a great, like, you know, award-worthy scene. But it was like, I think it just showed a little bit of her character of like, she was obviously feeling very like stressed out. But then before she leaves, she kind of like stops for a second to like, you know, compose herself. Cause I feel like, you know, that's her character. So well, again, not like, I wasn't going to bring that up. Uh, it was more just, I remember thinking that I thought she did a good job of like showing that her character even though she's obviously emotionally involved in it now because she knows that Matthias is involved. Um, she was like keeping her, you know, her head on her shoulders. I, again, but I, I don't, I can't, I can't speak for against the arms out things. I don't remember if that, what, what that looked like, but sorry, Brad, now I am interrupting there, but I. No, and honestly, it, it could have been, it could have been, I knew of the, of the two female leads. I did not know Sanaa Lathan and I knew Eva Mendez from, or sorry, Eva, however you say her name, because now y'all are going to correct me. I don't, know. I don't know who's right. Now I we're in your was, head. Now y'all are in my head big time. So, so Eva versus Sanaa Lathan. I, I just didn't know Sanaa Lathan. So like her performance, so does, I thought it was really good. Even at the end when she was unhinged, I, I bought her and thought she was great. And so Eva Mendez just, she was okay to me. She wasn't really bad, 
but I just I thought she was a little bit of a weak link in a very well acted movie. So again, I'm I'm kind of picking one. I mean, usually I'm kind of trying to find okay. something. And again, part of it could have been the the woman who I hadn't heard of much, and I was expecting her, or maybe Dean Kane, and I thought they were both good. And then Eva yeah. Mendez, I think I I saw her in Training Day. She was good in Training Day with Denzel, and she was I've seen her in other stuff where I thought she was good. So to me, maybe I was expecting more, and she was all right. Um, but again, and really that part in the bathroom, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. It just, it just kind of fell a little bit flat. So she was, I'm mostly just kidding around trying to pick somebody, but, um, anyway, sorry, Austin or Eric, go ahead with another, cause I've got Eric, if you minutes. have another quote, this was an, again, another kind of like the, it is Phil thing. Cause I had this under no things and wonderings. I just thought, again, I thought it was funny when Dean Kane is confronting Denzel at the bar and calls him a P oh, yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, says something about scurrying away the whole i got the uh, i got the back to the future vibe of nobody call me like that's like denzel's letting that get to him like just move on man but he's like clearly getting upset because he's like oh he'd have to be a pussy to do that or he'd scurry away <laughs> scurry like you can yeah, tell it's getting under yeah. skin i'm like yeah it's, uh, yeah it's i got the marty don't ever call me nobody calls me a chicken like dude, just play cool you're supposed to be playing cool here and he didn't so i, th I thought it was funny i wasn't like oh why is he doing this i just I immediately thought of Back to the Future when he responded the way he did. I, yeah. I, I, I did think, I, I, first of all, I, I do agree with you, but I did think by the way the, the scene played out by the end, I did feel like it was clear they were on to each other, but nobody was going to make them. But I still agree. So cool the whole, the whole scene, I, even when it was obvious. I know Brad's not saying he's not disagreeing with this, but like, yeah, Denzel was so, he was so cool through the whole scene of like, even though they both knew the gig you know they're you know whatever the gig was up uh that like they still played along of like well if i saw that person i would say and then the, yeah the only time he really broke was that so there was definitely a little pride thing on that one for sure yeah and that was one of the notes i watched it with with my wife and uh she was watching that she was like come on denzel like really like that was like that that's what like you can't even hold it together for just you know the, the scene or whatever but uh but yeah so because that was one of the ones that I, sorry, Austin, that was one of the ones that I almost wrote down when at the very end of the scene, Denzel's like, all right, well, give your wife my best if you can, or whatever he says. Oh, like yeah. he, he was, he took the bait a little bit, but he still, I still, I actually enjoyed, that was one of my favorite scenes. I didn't, I don't think I wrote it down as like iconic, but I enjoyed the bar confrontation where they're not saying it, but it was like the, I guess not unspoken, but like they're hinting about it. Like, yeah, I know. And you know, and we know that we know, but eh, yeah. you know, we're just, we're not going to do anything just yet. So I, I don't know, but I, I do agree though. He was cool most of the time. And that was just like, that was his weakness. But I mean, that's also, isn't that like a film nor thing, the, the femme fatale and the guy, the guy that he gets in trouble because that's his weakness. So I still agree with you, but I still feel like that was okay. And in character, because that is his downfall or what leads to him being in so much trouble is he's, he's fallen for everything she's doing, including, when someone talks about her, like he's, she, she says this, okay, yeah, I'll give you the money. I'll try to do this. I'll help you with this. Come here at this time. Sure. I'll be there. Oh, let me talk about my wife. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm taking the bait. So it's, you're right. But I still feel like that's all right because that his, his weakness is anything to do with her pretty much. And that's, that's Phil Noor. That's Femme Fatale. That's, that's the, the main character falling for the woman who he's not supposed to be, who's not supposed to fall for. Okay. I mean, I, I, I wasn't saying it was out of character. It was more just like, I think it's just like Eric was saying, like, it was more like a, come on, man. Like he, he has somebody, he has discipline on, on so many of the other things of the scene of like, he's again, 
again, both of them know each other's true identities or whatever. I liked, like that's yeah. Yeah, I and, and you're scene. right. I did right. like the scene. It wasn't like again, I was laughing at like I it wasn't like, oh, I can't believe he's doing it. I I enjoyed it. It was a very funny scene. It was tense and there, but it I just it was it was something that made me laugh that Oh yeah, no, that's and that, I'm that, I'm saying I agree with you, and that's but that I feel like once you know what's going on, because I feel like again, I'm not saying oh I caught on. I had seen the movie before, so it wasn't I didn't remember everything, but I'm probably subconsciously like as the music's getting kind of cheesy, I'm, I'm I'm thinking okay, I'm pretty sure she's making all this up. So it's almost like every scene you're like, dude, don't do do not give her the money, do not do this, like stop falling for everything, and that was just another good example of like. Dude, she she's got you. What's the hook line and whatever the expression is yeah. like? She's got you wrapped around her finger, like you're falling for. It. So yeah, Dean Cain's, he, he's 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 throwing it out there. He's falling for. It. Like their plan is working to perfection because he he is so enthralled with her, and so it, it's all. But I, I liked it. But I agree with you. It's a great scene. But absolutely, you're frustrated. Like Denzel, damn it. Like um, everything else, you're so good at, but not when it not when it comes to that woman that that you're that you're so attracted to and, and uh, obsessed with. Uh, but anyway, my, uh, my next quote, cause I, again, I still have a couple more. We'll keep going in a circle. I don't know if everyone has, how many everyone has, but the next one was whenever uh, Shay or Che uh, was pretending at the very end of the movie, he's pretending like he was the guy that was going to deliver the money to the, the, the feds or whatever uh, the, the DEA. Um, and then Denzel's like, no, what I said was, those assholes at the DEA on 50, like, you know, that, I thought that was a, yeah. that was a funny that little was scene. Unfortunately, um, I, I was like, we'll have to put a little, it's like both of my quotes so far have had some profanity in it. So I apologize yeah. for all the, the viewers, but, um, or listeners, but uh, yes, that was a good line. That was a great line. Brad, uh, Brad, if you have any more, and then. There was a, I will say I, uh, it's, and similarly, the, the opening scene, there was a lot of, I'm sure we missed them growing up. At least I'm pretty sure I did. Like a lot of double entendres, which, yes, they were inappropriate, but I actually thought those were funny. And again, kind of fitting. If y'all remember like Double Indemnity and some of those older movies, they weren't as obvious as some of the ones they were saying at the beginning scene of Out of Time. But like that's that's still pretty on point for the way those film nor have like the snappy dialogue. So I thought the funny the opening scenes I enjoyed. I won't say the exact quotes because there's no reason, but like that was filled with a lot of those like yeah. clearly double meaning and like silly kind of clever, like, um, you know, innuendo filled lines, but also thought the opening scene was just, it was a fun way to establish Denzel's character. Like within a couple minutes you see, okay, he's having an affair. He drinks on the job. He, you know, it's got that, that, that hot Florida, setting and then boom it goes in the opening credits which i did enjoy with the, with the the music and and the you know all that kind of stuff so i enjoyed seeing the style so again not an exact quote but i just i i appreciated them kind of as another throwback because you saw the the blinds and the shadows and and a lot of rain and uh you know again the ceiling fans i really liked the way he he shot um not again you're right some of it was dated 2000s but um I enjoyed some of the, some of the dialogue. I know that's not specific, but one of my favorite actual quotes um, was uh, early on. They're talking, uh, he and he, and I believe it's he and Shane. He says, what kind of prick dies at cocktail hour on a Friday? And then oh, without yeah. looking up, Denzel just says the nerve of some people. He doesn't even look yeah, up from reading the paper. It's just, an, it's just another good, the nerve of some people, but I thought they had a lot of good, like 
you know, retro sounding banter. But again, a lot of it sounded really natural. And that's just like that line at the end was so was so good with the no, what I said was, and you, you think he's, you know, it, it was a yeah, lot of that. He's going to correct yeah. them or make it more polished. I remember, I remember thinking that was funny as a kid though, too. Like, cause again, I'm not rubbing again. Cause I think it was more just that I was younger, but I do like a lot of these lines that were the funny lines. I remember because I was watching with mom and dad and dad, dad laughed at a lot of these lines. Um, but uh, yeah, Eric, did you have any more? I have one more. Again, it's not even a quote because I'm obviously bad <laughs> about that part. Um, just the, the night that he's going to her house, like the night of the fire, and then the next scene is showing him to sleep on his little couch with his hand out his pants. I just thought it was. I didn't even notice. A that weird. One. Yeah, it was. I thought really? it was very strange. Like, hmm. oh, the, the cutaway asleep. to that. Yeah, it cut away and just shows. Him yeah, it was like it. halfway, and his hands clearly down his pants, which again I, is a natural. Like it's a, not that uncommon, I guess, of a thing to do. I just thought it was weird to include that, and it's like a serious moment, and then. In between two scenes, because then he I goes out. I noticed that too, the- especially to be like the, the. It was funny to think about the setup for that scene. All right, Denzel, we need you to go lay on the couch, put your hand in your pants. Action, roll. And, okay, yep, we got it. Done. Wrap for the day. Like it was. It was a. It was a strange, like quick little thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, it wasn't bad, but I noticed that too because it was like the. It lo- made me I laugh that, again. I, I love the scene right before where he gets out of the car and he walks up. And yep. then again, it goes, and then it goes, and then it shows the fire right after. But that was such a quick, like, long scene, long scene, shot of like, Denzel. Was he next? We, we just couldn't figure out why he was even, like, why did he go to sleep? Like, was he, was there a phone next to him? Like, he was clearly waiting for a call and just passed out, and that's why his hand, I, well, I, 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 I assume he was waiting. Because he would, he was sleeping on the couch, and it was, he was waiting for it to call, and it was after, it was supposed to be, what, meeting up at 11? I think it was, like, 11.30 or 12.30, whenever he went to, uh, when he went to the house and got got you know the the motion sensor whatever light went off i feel like that was around then so you feel like you probably went home was you know waited around and fell asleep on the couch don't don't know about the hand thing that's gonna be one of those yeah, i didn't even notice that but interesting catch um the normal thing to do but it just was strange just including strange that for a, scene yeah, specifically and, yeah um the one i have is again toward the end and uh i get a che comes over and asks what happened when matt's like after everything's calmed down and it's like, you know, after everyone's been shot and he says, uh, don't leave your wife. That's what happened. And Shay said, I'll take the bullet. Um, is this, you know, kind of his cynical view on marriage kind of thing. I saw it was funny. Che was, uh, you know, obviously the comic relief. So a lot of these are him, he had a but... lot of good lines. I, I didn't include some of his cause I, again, I thought I was going to get made fun of for like he was supposed to be funny. So well, yeah, that's where like the end, we don't have to follow like when I'm like, I know I know if it, he was is, funny, and the lines you give funny, him were line funny and things lines. like that he delivered them well like they were probably technically supposed to be funny but they were delivered well and they were funny so I, I thought he did a good job when it was supposed to be serious I really I really liked the part with with Che when when he realizes that it's Denzel's yeah, uh, phone number and it's, it's small but like but he's he's just kind of glancing over and he and Denzel almost have like the okay don't say anything yeah i know that you know it's me and then he he's the one that like lies and says that his it's his cell phone number to cover for him and then they start talking but i I did think he did a good job in the few dramatic moments and then that last scene but um and i know this is slightly off topic but kind of like as a transition if y'all don't mind i remember you know we talked to dad about this because this is obviously one of our dad's favorite movies and his dad just saying like it's the one of dad's favorite things about it is like the intensity and the and the buildup of it and like of course like you said too eric i mean it's called out of time it's 
appropriate. That's that's the whole movie, right? Like once the movie gets going, or like you said, Eric, that was a seemingly obvious observation, but not really, because it is pretty much every single scene. And how I know I know Dad said he really loves the fact that like every single thing, he's he's just like he's barely ahead trying to cover up his tracks. Yeah. And I uh, it was fun to hear Dad say that and like pay extra special attention to that. And what I thought were, you know, to me, to me at least, if y'all don't mind me jumping in or whoever wants to go first, I thought that might be a good transition into like the overrated or underrated scenes. Cause I thought some of the well, best. I still scenes- have another quote. I thought, I thought we still were rotating. I thought we we're still going around quotes. Okay. My, my bad. <clears throat> um, well, no, I just was going to say I, okay. Sorry. I didn't go ahead. Know right. go ahead. Well, I mean, you can go ahead. I'm just saying like, you can, if no, you I, I just, I didn't, I didn't know that. My, I'm sorry. I was just, just I, I just, you I can was continue with your yeah, thought. You can continue your thought thing. I was just saying. Continue your thought. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, bro. We're like, no, no, know, but we're that. Just, but, I, but I just. I just felt bad. I didn't. I didn't mean to. I know you. it I came up organically, I, so keep going with it, and then Austin can throw. Uh, it I, I'll really. just do my quote at some point. That's fine. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, fine, my, sorry about that. But yeah. So I was going to just say, but that it was just fun because some of these were quotes and and just like noticing themes. But like I just remember, it's, it was fun hearing Dad talk about it and specifically looking for that because yes, like because the name of the movie, we know that's going to be it. But it was fun, Eric. I didn't actually pay attention or no, I didn't pay attention that's not what I mean I didn't notice like every single scene because the beginning you're kind of waiting for the plot to kick in but you're right yeah. like he gets interrupted at the beginning because of a phone call like so many of the things are like a phone call or somebody walks in or something happens but like to me again I enjoyed the whole movie uh, again the end it was more of a I would have cut it out like as Denzel's getting onto the ambulance and he says something about uh, well I'm still in love with my wife or something like something like that. And I thought it could have ended there because the implication is they're probably going to stay together or get back together. And I thought that would have been a better ending because it's open-ended and okay, they can work out their differences. And and the last scene wasn't needed, but so many movies tack on an extra scene. I didn't think it was a big deal, but I did think it was really fun watching it, knowing like, okay, I can tell, I know dad loves this part because this part is, is absolutely him running out of time or staying just ahead. Anyway, we can come back to it. I just wanted to mention that before I forgot, because it was fun hearing dad yeah. talk about all the things that he likes. So um, anyway, also go yeah, back. Why don't you do your quote and then we'll come back. Yeah, to I definitely the, wanted to have a, at the end be like, you know, dad's notes or whatever too. Whenever you do like iconic moment, we could end with all the things that dad said, but again, we can pepper it in. However, like I was the saying, so we wouldn't forget, like, cause I think I had, I had one more quote and then I actually didn't do standout and underwhelming, which mine are pretty short. Cause I, I, I didn't um, uh, add that to the other category. I'm not trying to be funny there. Cause I know like Brad did it unintentionally with that, but I'm just saying like, I forgot to add it when I was doing my thing uh, to stand out and underwhelming. But um, my last one was at the beginning, at the very end, even though we don't like the scene, Che was kind of all of us uh, when it comes to, his reaction to uh, Alex and Matt Matthias getting back together. And when she says, as, as your wife, and then Denzel starts to be like, wait, as your wife. And then Che's like, Oh, come on, Matt, don't fall for that. Um, you know, when in response to that. So I thought that was a, a funny response, you know, cause again, most of us were like, come on, that's, you're so easy. Um, and then lastly, standout underwhelming. Um, yeah. Denzel was fun to watch, uh, even though he was a, a flawed hero. Um, and I did have Eva Mendez. I'm more on Eric's side. I wish they had put her more in it. I feel like her role, her role wasn't big enough, but I feel like she was kind of the moral anchor of the movie because Denzel had so many flaws and she was like, you know, the super competent uh, detective. Like she did everything the way she was supposed to until the end when she tend, you know, lies about kind of what happened with how Matthias kind of saved the day or whatever. But aside from that, she's like, she's kind of your your quiet hero or whatever, like when it comes to like, 
doing her job and doing what she's supposed to do uh except for the fact that her judgment is questioned that at the end she's like "Ooh, i want matthias again i'm like come on but uh so yeah that was pretty much it and then when it comes to anne murray her her character i, I kind of agree more with eric uh, she did fine like she was pretty good at the beginning and I'll, I'll, i'm not as strong i don't feel as strongly as eric but i feel like at the end i could see some parts that felt like okay she's you know maybe overacting a little bit but um it was definitely one a weaker part for her but not like bad um and then yeah but, be fair, uh, sorry real quick just because you were talking about, i don't think she did a bad job i'm more of like where brad was with eva I think she was probably the weakest of them. She did a fine job. Oh, yeah. I thought a little bit was overacting. Again, at the end, I agree. The first yeah. portion, I thought she did very well. The that last scene really was the only other part she was in. I thought it was a little, yeah. I it up little, a little overacting bit, you know? there. But overall, it, it was having to pick somebody that didn't do a good job because given the movie being an action movie, I nobody stood out to me as like, oh, they're ruining this for me or anything. She did a fine job. Yeah, I, same here. I, I didn't no, mean to be no, that no. hard on her if it came out that way. <laughs> and then I think for iconic moment, I feel like we've already touched on this a little bit from some of the comments but i think i feel like we'll have all the same scene as like the big scene um and then we can go into dad's thoughts after that uh before we grade it does that sound good i kind of sure. okay i was like sure. I, I couldn't see your faces in case you were saying or nodding or anything but um eric you can go ahead on what you thought the iconic moment was and we'll probably say we agree i i'm no i'm actually Oh, I'm going to be different than you guys. And this does not mean this is my favorite scene. I just thought it was the iconic scene was the hotel scene. Both of you guys were kind of off on that one. Again, that's, that's more just saying like, it was kind of like the pinnacle, like it's where the movie was kind of peaking. I I agree. It wasn't the best scene. It it definitely looked fake. It looked outdated, but it was, I feel like when you talk, if people are familiar with out of time, most people are going to think hotel scene. I think that's one of the bigger scenes that comes up. So I don't think we're going to be on the same page. on that. No, no, we're not. And And again, Not the best acted, not like it wasn't like, oh, I loved it. It was just, I do think it was kind of the iconic scene of the movie. I guess when I think about it and this is, yeah, I was like, I, I think about uh, the phone record scene, like it's just nonstop, especially when you're like, okay, you get it. He catches his breath finally. And then, uh oh, there's another, you know, something coming from a different angle. Something coming. Oh, then the thing, the paper jam, like, yeah. he's, you know, like, I feel like that scene is just like the, it's the, the best scene of the movie. And Again, but yeah, that's how that's what I think. Um, Brad, what do you think was the iconic was moment? Yeah, I would say for iconic, it would be the I agree with Austin. And and I think the reason is it wasn't just a, a scene that like seemingly played out in real time, which I appreciated. But I liked the fact that he was doing things that I think in a lot of movies, people don't do the simple things. Right. Like that's what I appreciated about Denzel in that scene. He's going in there. He's wasting time in a very realistic like smart way, but I mean, smart, like he just, he unplugs the printer to delay them yeah. just a little bit. And like, he says, hold on paper. guys, one second, or tell them to uh, t- tell her, no, no, she doesn't need to send it. It's okay. Like he's being yeah. smart, but it's like, I feel like it's things that people don't do in movies that you would do in real life, just to delay just a little bit. Like, oh no, no, I'll take care. Like he, he's the, he's the chief of police. If he wants to, if he wants to go in there and do it himself, or if he wants to, you know, supersede somebody else's, like, it's okay. He can, he, he's in charge. So I like the fact that he used his position to help himself out because he was innocent. Uh, you are at least of the, obviously the murder. I know we did some questionable things, but I love that scene. I loved him being in the office. Um, it yeah. actually did remind me a little bit of office spaces uh, suspense, but obviously in a actual suspenseful, like nervous way versus like just Peter being nervous about trying to get out of work. But I love that they use technology to create suspense as he's like 
deleting his name and deleting his name and they keep looking in on him. But I like that he was doing simple things, but like very casually, like he's cleverly unplugging stuff and taking the paper out. Like I really thought it was a great way for him to uh, keep himself, um, you know, from getting in trouble. And I thought it was like a per encapsulated what dad likes about the movie perfectly, because just like you said too, Austin, it's like, he can't, he can't catch his breath. Every time something comes up, it's like, okay, good. I finally got this. Okay, yeah. great. Well, now we're going to look into the cell phone records. Like, oh, crap. Like, can I oh, yeah, just, yeah. Can, can I just get ahead? It's like, it's not really the two steps forward once or I guess it kind of is. It's like every time he finally feels like he's going to be able to sit down and rest for a second, something else comes up. Um, yeah. and then, and then to get to actually kind of agree with, or, or I actually do mostly agree with Eric. I didn't love the balcony. I just felt like it escalated so fast. It was like, they go in and all of a sudden, boom, they're jumping out the balcony, the balcony breaks, they're hanging off. I didn't mind that scene. Mm. I would say maybe a little overrated, but I thought the hotel scene overall was great. I loved him walking it was in. Fine. Yeah, it was fine. I, it just but, felt but, like it was made for a preview, but yeah. Like, well, right. I, I'm saying the balcony, I agree with you, Austin, but I think overall, I love the aftermath of it when he goes down oh, yeah, and yeah. he's, and he's walking in and, and he's like, Oh, there's that guy. So then he's sneaking out and then yeah. he sees, he sees Eva, but again, he's being smart rather than him seeing Eva and being like, Oh, I'm panicking. He just says, Oh, I just got here. Like he's lying, but he's, I felt like, Denzel's character was written really, really well because he's not, he's actually being smart. It's like, uh, again, y'all know I love horror movies, but so many of the horror movies, they make stupid decisions. And I, again, Denzel made stupid decisions, but only to me when it was involving his, 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 uh, his love, well, his femme fatale love interest. Yeah. Like, I think when he was actually trying to cover up his involvement or when he was trying to cover up you know, trying to get out of being framed. I thought he was very smart with that. Okay, this guy knows who I am. Knock him out, run. Eva Mende, Eva seeing me at the scene of the crowd. Oh yeah, I just got here. How did you know? Oh, I heard it on the radio. Like he actually, if you want to say he lies in a smart way, I felt like he was doing a good, believable job to get away from things. Oh yeah, oh, my guy's coming up with the, with the money. He should be there in about an hour. Oh, I thought you said to do this. Like I actually yeah. really liked the way he stayed one step ahead. Like dad talked about, but he's not being outlandish. He's being clever and he's doing just enough to stay ahead. So I completely agree with that. That was really fun to see how he kept himself ahead, even though it was like impossible seemingly, but I thought he did a really good job of, of being smart about, about trying to keep himself, you know, or keep the bad guys at bay or keep himself, uh, you know, out of trouble, even though it seemed like he was never going to be able to get away. He was, he was clever and smart and made, actually well thought out decisions or even if they're spur of the moment they were something that seems like something you would you would do versus making a really ridiculous decision he actually was being was 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 my, doing a good job well yeah the my yeah my best way i think i could put the the balcony scene is it kind of felt like an action sequence within a movie that was a mystery thriller like it just felt like a sudden like a kind of like a brad said a sudden jolt of like just an argument to tackling over to the balcony and all that it felt like a just like kind of a little over the top in that one scene but yeah definitely it's still a fun scene to watch like it's not like it's a bad scene and then the last note i was going to say was uh i appreciated on the the phone record scene is that it, even though denzel was kind of cool in that moment i keep using that word too much but i mean like calm cool collected kind of thing uh he was very like he was putting out so many little fires but it made it more fun to watch that he was like sweating and you could see the nervousness in his eyes 
Whereas like, you know, you, especially someone like Denzel Washington, who I feel like sometimes is like a Tom Cruise where like as a lead role, you need, he's like the, the guy that's kind of got everything put together for a lot of, you know, and that can be a, a, a bit of a fault. Um, and I, I, they could have easily made that where it's like, okay, he's in these, he's, his, he's put up his back is against the corner, against the wall and sh showing him get out of these situations. But if he did it too, too calmly and too collected, uh, then it wouldn't be fun to watch, but watching his eyes slowly like widen when, or him sweating or whatever, just like watching him actually quietly panic, but while also again, putting out these little fires at the same time made it more fun to watch. But, um, but yeah, so did we, uh, did we miss any other dad notes before we go into grading, Brad? I think you had his notes more. Like, I think Brad nailed it pretty good. Well, I, knew, I knew you got yeah. those ones. I didn't know if you had all of them or if there was. Yeah, I, tr I tried to kind of jot down a couple of things that, that he said. And also just, you know, we've heard him talk about the, the movie, but I thought that was uh, mostly, mostly the kind of the gist of what he likes about it. And I, and I do agree that was, that was what made it fun. And then, uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll mention this when I get to the to the grade because I'll I'll defend since I've been I've been uh, a little rough on Eva, so I'll defend a little bit because something she said in the behind the scenes I thought actually no, but it did it it helped defend some of the romance aspect of it a little bit, even though I didn't love that part. So I'll I'll wait and yeah. give the grade. Who, I don't know who's going first for grades. I know I we forgot to write that one down, but yeah, I can. Brad, go just go ahead. Oh, Brad, go ahead. No, Brad, go ahead. It's fine. Just because he was already uh, talking. I don't... Yeah, but I, I gave I gave it a B. I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, the the complaints weren't major. It entertained me. It's a it's a early two thousands PG thirteen mystery thriller. I don't say any of those things in a bad way. The performances were mostly good. I liked the direction. I liked the use of music. Um, and I, and again, I didn't love the romance, but I did think something that I, when I listened to the, I watched the making of the movie and something that, uh, uh, Eva, Men, Eva Mendez <laughs> said, I did, I did appreciate it. She says her character never wanted a divorce. She, uh, she gave him the divorce papers unsigned to get his attention. So what, whatever we don't see behind the scenes before the movie opens, their problems weren't really that big. She's doing that to say, Hey, pay, pay better attention to me. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, so, you know, again, do what? I mean, he was cheating I, on I, her. So their I, problems weren't great. I know, I know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is we're, we're trying to look at it from her perspective. Cause we mentioned earlier, what did she see in him that would make them want to get back together? So at this point, we just have to say they're separated. So now they're having separate relationships and they're, and they both yeah, I was like, know I don't know if he was cheating. I don't know if he was cheating on Eva Mendes. Obviously the affair was, for, was the, for sure the, uh, Anne Murray and Chris, even though that was kind of part of a plan, but like but on the surface, at least but they weren't saying he's, I mean, they, I, they I, were, I know. I think I think they're separated, but not they legally were, they divorced were yet. They were separated. I'm for betting they were separated because of that relationship. They could have been, but it's, she, she said it's, she said it's been eight months now, and yeah, I think if they're not in a relationship, even if yeah, I think if it's if they're separated, it's not an affair. If but it depends on okay, when it happened. It I, I, I'm, it I'm just I'm just saying I'll defend it a little bit, even though I didn't love it and I didn't love the end. And I do think it should have ended with the ambulance scene and Denzel getting on and them just implying they'll get back together. I thought she brought up a good point saying that they made they made a point to show she hadn't signed the papers. And she said that's an indication that her character did not want a divorce, but simply wanted him to pay more attention or at least be like, Hey, I, I, I need you to realize how serious this is. Like, if you don't want a divorce, let's at least talk about this. So I thought that was a good point. But yeah, overall, I'd give, I'd give it a B. It, it accomplished what it needed to. There's a few little things that, sure, we could change it. It had that early 2000s 
uh, like in the fire scene, you had like the 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 the, the loud sound and the the quick zoom ins on the corpses and some things that in the slow motion, some things that a lot of early two thousands movies did. But um, it it did a few things that I thought stood out uh, that that were better than a lot of mystery thrillers of the time, and a couple things that weren't amazing. But overall, I thought it was a a a, a nice rewatchable. Uh, Denzel vehicle and I enjoy it. and it made me want to watch more from Carl Franklin and and uh, I'm glad to see he's getting more uh, even if it is TV work I'm glad that he's done well and I'm looking forward to watching Devil in a Blue Dress and re-watching No, uh, or, uh, uh, no Sudden Move and maybe checking out High Crime so it, it made me it's always good when I want to look into the movie after I'm done and check out oh this director this writer this so-and-so read this book do this and so it it, it it got me intrigued and who and the people that were involved. So I think a B is uh, perfectly, you know, I think it was a good grade. And I, I can see why dad likes it. Honestly, I, I can appreciate what he likes yeah. about it. And very agree entertaining with movie. It, it is. It was, I was yeah, entertained the whole time. Exactly what it's supposed to be. Like that's, yeah, you go it, into that movie and you get exactly what you're looking for. It's yeah. And again, when I'm like, it's right. And again, when I say the ending, I really do mean the last scene and it wasn't even bad. It was like so many movies yeah. do like the three months later. That's okay. There's movies I like that do that kind of, there's no, and when I say movies, I like, I mean like my all time favorites. Cause I did like this one and, and I'll, and I'm, and I have a copy, I'll keep it. I'll rewatch it. But uh, yeah, overall, I, I'd say that 40, 40 minute mark to 120 was, was great. It was like so fast paced. I thought 10 minutes had gone by and I'm like, Holy cow, I only got 20 minutes left. I mean, it was edge of your seat uh super entertaining so definitely enjoyed it um yeah i gave it a b as well i mean yeah it was what it was supposed to be fun mystery thriller eric i'm gonna bump it up to a b plus just to be different but i also had a b originally yeah again like this is sucking up where i feel like these well no i feel like these grades are like it's it's tough or at least for me like i'm trying not like i'm not comparing this to the other movies we watch like it's its own individual movie and for what it was trying to do and what it was trying to accomplish, it was a good movie. A B, B plus. I was going back and forth between it anyways, but mainly because. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. My friend just froze. Yeah. My. It, it did for it did for a second. Frozen, yeah. Uh, okay. I just, I thought maybe everything was going down there. So yeah. Anyways, uh, it, very good movie. Exactly like it was exactly what I was expecting. Good, solid, entertaining from start to finish so yeah b plus all right um, yeah I'd, I'd even say it was a little better than i was expecting of going back to revisit yeah, it. it was yeah. it was it, it moved it moved actually. along quicker than i than i was thinking it would once it, like it started really off did pretty nice of like sorry no go ahead i want to hear what you said go ahead i was saying he really didn't nail it like it was kind of he was like short and succinct on like his what he liked but he was but that's exactly right like that is the whole movie like that as soon as it gets going where he's doing with like the phone records and like sitting there trying to copy and pay like get rid of that from there moving forward he's like trying to just i don't know it's very intense very entertaining for almost the entire movie so again very he, he nailed it even with even if it was kind of short and sweet on on his thought i guess so yeah yeah um because eric is picking the next one i think I'm, I'm just gonna i was gonna pick the number 18 because june 18th is father's day and i have not looked at what 18 is yet so i'll look real quick um 18 oh my goodness all right two two weeks sunny? in a row of uh sunny um same uh, thing or just no well, it is start no, it no. is starting back tomorrow so that's okay no it's the three worst care the three worst characters in sunny characters yeah three worst characters not like the main stars but like someone that is hey, well, yeah, gonna yeah. have to be the main stars but um okay okay let me think. Oh. 
I'll go. Like I'll go first and go with Marine Ponderosa. Just from where she stands at this point. Oh in yeah, the toward toward the end. Yeah, toward the when end. she does like the whole cat thing. Yeah, that for the That's, first. It, a lot of them are going to be where about. they're taking their characters at the first introduction of most characters. I think they're good, but they go over the top with some of them. Mainly, Marine mm-hmm. Ponderosa was like the first one that came to my head. Of all right, her as a as. His like the flame that got away from high school to, to becoming this weird like want to be a cat person was was weird. It was a weird turn. I'll say I'll say Bruce. He's it's not like he's bad. He's I mean the yeah, actor is, but the, uh, the 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 character the character himself is just kind of boring. Like he doesn't really like not in like a funny way because sometimes it's like boring. Like you're supposed to be the straight man versus their neurotic behavior, but he's just he doesn't really bring much to the table. But luckily, we won't be seeing any more of his character anyway. So that's we can able to come up with nine characters for this. Are we gonna have some overlap? Like we there's probably have to be overlap because I'm I'm blanking because I've been going back and like watching some of my favorite episodes where there's not bad characters in there. So I'm struggling. If we maybe we maybe there's gonna there's gonna be some dead air for my part because I'm maybe we could uh, expand it to if we can't think of any actual characters, you could say maybe the worst, like the worst moments from each character, like like, not like worst is like morally reprehensible, but like not funny scenes. But I don't know. Um, Uh, Yeah, I didn't like when Matt kept kept on slicing his hand open to get the blood he did it like nine times in that episode when they were trying to get the bucket of blood they're doing the to, bucket to, of blood one that is i don't, I don't even remember what that is he, he just bucket he just did it a bunch of times and it was a little bit it just was not very funny it just happened yeah i'm like um but they, they do a good they do a good job of casting they cast some of their friends or they did they, they do it that's that's a testament i know to the but show. you they can do still a, like it could be I, what just disliking the character even if they do a good job of it maybe but even that i'm like Ugh. I mean, again, um, it's not that I dislike Mac. I, Mac was a lot better before. I don't. I haven't liked him. That he hasn't been very funny in a while. I haven't liked where yeah, he's gotten. Where he's like, I'm just obsessed that. with. We're just obsessed with Dennis. It's just not very. He's the weakest of the main five at this. Yes, point. I mean, he's still he's a great character easily. overall, but I thought he was a lot funnier a few seasons ago. And now, when it's just like he's just obsessed with Dennis, and everything he does is to get Dennis's attention. Eh. Can uh, I, I? I'll go like later seasons uh uncle jack he was very funny when he was kind of like this creepy uncle but then they do like the fake glove hands and he's like too obsessed with that like they've had some some they go they go too over the top on a lot of the side characters i do i think bill ponderosa has done a better i I like him kind of going off the deep end honestly when they make the characters go off the deep end i generally find that funny i mean you have like the waitress and cricket obviously going from like decent people oh, to that re- off the deep end. I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying those are my picks. Cause I, I like the direction they took. I like that them being involved in their lives, like ruin their lives kind of thing. And you could say the that, same about bill. That did, that did remind me of one uh, cricket's, None of those cricket's, are my picks. cricket's girlfriend and a cricket's tale. Um, Just so you can include that. Actually, episode, probably. I was like, actually, well, right. Because it was, because it, it was a dog the whole time, which was absolutely terrible. So the fact that they, actually had to cast oh, an actress oh, yeah. to be in there and then she played the part not that she was that bad but just that joke was so silly and so far from being there like the fact that they had that whole idea and showed that to us i was like that that was just i, lo- I love the show so much and that was such a strange thing to do so i'll just i'll include that character since it was technically a character but i was like that reveal yeah. was just so goofy awesome um, you got any? yeah i actually have Actually, I'm going to bet up. I'm not like I know it's hard to do. Go ahead and do all of them if you got them. Yeah, I was like, I actually have ones that are not just the character, like worst moments. But I think 
this one might be surprising again i'm not saying it's a bad character i just always felt like he was just okay as uh ben the soldier i think he's okay i don't think he's really that funny and the mm-hmm. they over again they overdo the jean shorts thing it's like this don't they gotta know oh, when I they, love that they keep bringing that up they just talk about um, that in their their latest podcast yeah i'm, I'm in the middle I, I respectfully he just, he just needs to take, take them off every now and then yeah, yeah but do, yeah. z tells him that that's what i'm saying uh, like, i don't know i was, I was trying to quote that's, what, doing there, that's what i figured you were doing but i'm like that's what i'm saying they almost bring it up within the show of you got to take him off every night like i he's not <laughs> I, in it that much where i he's like not him, in it that much. i, 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 I don't like from. actively dislike him i just feel like he's just an okay character and then the last okay. one's pretty insignificant because it's just an episode i don't like which is the uh the gang gets whacked um and i feel like anytime they do the italian american kind of guys that are wearing the jumpsuit they, they feel like the least fleshed out real characters they just feel like like a complete stereotype and everything they do feels like a fake accent everything is just so like by the book of like they did that, that, that whole episode to me just, i just don't like the whacked episode at all um but mainly because i feel like those characters are just like oh like if you're in seventh or eighth grade what do you think about when you think about like you know italian americans so let's do every stereotype in the book and i feel like it was this very weak writing on that for those characters so those are my I three like, didn't you reference multiple scenes from that in your best Last no, week? that was uh Mac and oh, that Mac, was Charlie, and Charlie, Mac, and, Mac and Charlie died. The whacked one, I've never that. actually liked. I get those confused for I don't know if it's just because they're two parters and they're relatively early. I got well, those you, and you think they might die. Oh, I know. I mean, they're both yeah. about them possibly dying. I, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. and actually, sorry, I'm only gonna say this so I don't forget. Whoever the guy was it uh reignite the rivalry where they have that guy that comes in that like he, he keeps getting really mad and he's just like, oh, he, like oh, when yeah. they, they want to challenge him, that guy, that guy annoyed me. Like uh, they're like they're like oh we're over we don't want to do it anymore he just gets really mad and like storms out of the bar that that yeah. dude annoyed oh, me I don't know if it was bad like casting him. or just <laughs> he overacted I just I, no, I'm I saying that's that, a pretty good one I just I like always that. I just I was very aware he was acting uh, yeah. he was the he was the Eva Mendez of the episode so I just felt like he just wasn't yeah. great I mean I have I, all mine so I don't know who's next okay go ahead Austin because I was like, yeah, I I, no I, no I'm saying I've already said all mine it was Bruce oh, Ben the only other the one Italian, I was gonna say would be and I'll just go based off I don't like the character like he's meant to be douchey so he probably does a good job at forgetting his name I want to say it's Trevor it's when the two rich when Charlie and D oh, with the yeah, rich yeah. like the, the guy Taft is a douche so I mean whatever. yeah the Taft guy like but he's supposed to be like he's not like the actor like the character is doing what they're supposed to do but because I can't really think of anybody else. I'll say he was a douchebag and they were like better, you know, they weren't good people. So I'll say them, say him really. She seemed fine. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's still, you, you can still have some. I thought the guy that, that shushed over, I, I, I always thought he was. I, see, like I was annoying. about to say, I almost said him, but I actually love, but, I, but I'm but saying yeah. he's supposed to be annoying, but he's, still, I'm saying even his acting, I thought was a little bit like the, well, I was done speaking. Like I just thought, I thought he overdid it. Oh, that's the bartender, not the shusher. Right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're right. You're right. Yeah, yes. yeah. I like the yes. shusher. The bartender, I agree with. They, you they were. You're okay. right. I, I, he, he was the shush e because Dennis kept on yep. shushing the bartender, to, and he was like, "Well, I was done with my sentence." So again, I was finished talking. I just thought he like yep. tried really hard to do the the like Smart dry man. delivery. I just didn't really think it landed. But again, I'm, I, this, these are all stretches. He wasn't that bad. I just I they they cast well, so it's, it's difficult. And I, I Mac is okay later. It's just he's so much better like i don't know seasons five and six that i'm, I'm really having to to try right. hard to think of something um i want to where uh, everyone's at eric you have one more no i've done mine oh, okay i mean we were kind of 
pivoted a little bit of like moments and stuff, I think, but I, I'm pretty sure I said three. Pivoting like Ross? Brad, where are you? Pivot. I, 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 I think I said enough. I don't know. Oh, later, oh, yeah. later, Matt. It was a good discussion, even shushy. if we didn't technically have all No, that, that, that was, like, that was a good one. I think we all technically listed three things. That was, I know, because it's too good of a show. I know. It's, it was, up until it's, current it's, season, just very minimal weaknesses in the entire show. Um. All right, so... so yeah, now movie. it's a summer blockbuster movie. Okay, for... so this is definitely my number one pick, but it does have a contingency of, I'm pretty sure Austin has not seen it. Austin, if you've seen it, I don't want to do it. Wait, why because not? Because we watched, huh? Well, it could be a movie that I haven't seen. No, no, I want it to be one you have not seen. If you've oh, seen you, it, then oh, I'm not you, do oh, it. The opposite I'm wanting to do this that. so you'll have to watch it. Because oh. we reviewed the sequel to it when it was nominated for Best Picture. And oh, it would be... 1986 Top Gun. Oh, okay. oh, that's that's a good one. That's that'd be a good. I, it is I, a good one. I have others, but I'm pretty sure you haven't seen not, it. And I feel like I you were. I feel like you were like George watching Home Alone two first. Like you were probably a little lost, so you need to see one. I'll we'll never admit it, but that that is very <laughs> simplistic story that they have. It was not hard to follow. Um, Doesn't mean it was hard to follow. I mean, it means you were missing it, some of the emotional. It's absolutely, a summer blockbuster though. I mean, yeah, it's, it it's your pick. If that's your pick, we'll go with it. You just have to, you'll have, obviously, I'm a, I'm a third of the opinion, so I'll try not to go in. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise for the most part and movies like that usually, so we'll see how it goes, but I'm open to seeing whatever. Wow. So he's he's already, pick. have you already written down F on your sheet? You know what? I'm actually okay with that though, because this will, we'll, we'll, we won't have as much of like, we're all kind of agreeing. I, if Austin's going to shit on it the whole time, that's fine. Oh, he, he he's a, he already is. He's already started. I, yeah, he's already going with a BA. I, mean, I, think, so, I feel but, like I gave the remake or the whatever no. the sequel. I think I gave it like a B. You're like, I didn't have, I didn't feel any emotional connection to the characters and I didn't understand who Goose because was. He didn't I see didn't the first I, one. I, I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. Not knowing Goose, that, that changes a lot. I remember, of the characters. I remember that. You, you were show, like, like a no, you were back when he's you were like Dennis trying to watch Transporter Two. You you had no idea what was going on. You couldn't. You didn't know why they were in jets or how they got their training done. You were so lost. I mean, I again, yeah, I haven't seen it, and I probably should have seen it once. But no, I'm. I, switch, you, I, switch. No, I keep saying it's fine to watch something that. The problem when you you kind of pick the summertime blockbuster, that's a ton of Marvel movies. When I, you like look up I lists, know. that's a ton of like. I mean, if we're thinking, if we're thinking the last decade, before, when everyone started phoning. I have other options. I had. I actually had like a list of about ten. Yeah, I was this, once I got to. Any decade in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands, like even some two thousands. Uh, like a lot of the summer blockbusters and movies I that I don't from I the eighties. I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm just go into it an open. I'm defending. No, I'm I not think worried about that. Be... I'm defending. I'm talking about the Marvel thing now. Of you saying a lot of Marvel movies, I'm, I'm taking, a, I'm... I'm taking a gamble that Brad won't choose whatever you know, uh, Marvel movie or something because I know Eric won't choose it. But uh, like, yeah, but there's a ton of blockbusters that we that that I either enjoy, like let's say like Armageddon or something like that. Like, yeah, it's not a great movie, but that's a nineties blockbuster for sure. And uh, everything Gun so. is way better than Armageddon. It's not, yeah, but, it, but, Top but, is better, but Armageddon, I'm just saying, I know it's not you're just, good. You have this in your head show. already. Tom Cruise is not a good actor, but he, he knows his lane. He knows Tom I'm, Cruise I'm, is, right. a, he's a fine, he's a fine actor. I, know, I think y'all are being way that's, too harsh on him. He's, I'm he's not fine. being, I'm trying to lure Austin in. I have not seen saying, him in anything like, great. Magnolia, he was because, not great. And that was the only movie that he was kind of not being Tom Cruise in. Yeah, but I I actually, he was being like the that. most Tom Cruise in that because he was basically playing a Scientologist, but yeah, yeah. I don't want to see him act well. I want to see him 
be an action star and not like he does exactly he does a lot of stunts for one but like i think he does he knows the movies he can make and he does them well he's not he shouldn't be up for oscars or anything but he does his movies well yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's uh, it doesn't help that I don't like him as a human being in general either. But like okay, Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Reeves knows his lane, but at least he's a decent person. So I'll have like uh, we'll have a it's mixed a bag of this actor. But he's yes. not he's, he's very boring. Um, and a horrendous uh, actor. But yes. yeah, no, I, but yeah, it's like where some there's Kirby. way worse. He's he is admittedly not one of the best, but I, I don't I won't say horrendous. Like he's him. just boring. He's just like but John Wick, whatever is like, he's I honestly think I could probably act better than Keanu. And that's like, and I'm a whore. I would be but a whore. no, I, but no, I, I love you as a person. But Keanu's probably a better person than all of us. That's the other thing. I and mean, that's and that's not <laughs> a knock on us. That's just that's just then. that's just giving him more credit. Okay. He might be no, a good person in Hollywood, like actor standards no, or something. He's, he's a better person than all of us, and that's that's just a compliment to him. I've never we're, met we're him, good so people. I can't really deny or like cry. Like, I'm just I'm so, from what we've heard, he's a he's a better person. Okay, so just, but we're going. He seems like heard. a nice guy, which is giving a lot of credit to celebrities. But a lot of I mean, okay, but all three of us, of us actually nice. know each other, so saying he's better than any of us is weird. Yeah, we don't know. I'm, if I'm saying based on what we've heard, that's that's not a knock on anybody. He's just a normal person, and we give credit because a lot of celebrities mm, don't act normal. Are weirdos um, and yeah. So I'm saying I think it's more just his the company in, in, in which he keeps the company he's, he's in. Normal. He probably is a very good person. But I like I like I'm not dissing him either. I seems like a very nice I, again. Guy, I, he probably is a good person. I'm not even saying I don't know that. how we got just on Keanu because of Tom Cruise. But Tom, no, Tom everybody Cruise said is, he Keanu Reeves is the, Keanu is the nicest person in the history of the entire universe. So it's not oh, like I'm saying yeah. anything bad about y'all or me. It's just he's it's like Tom, because Tom Hanks is supposed to be a nice guy, but he has like not some, enough people. He has, know like, me he has charisma, me. whereas I don't think Keanu Reeves has a lot of charisma. He's just kind married of, to Rita Wilson. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Tom. Uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I just I brought up Tom Hanks a second ago. Oh, I sorry. I, well, I, said, I said Tom Hanks is supposed to be a nice guy, but he also has like a a charisma and like you know something like a lot of people are drawn to him because he's like more of an interesting person. Where I feel like Keanu is like a nice guy, but he just doesn't especially as an actor, he's just kind of a blank slate for the most part, but like, he's fine. Like he seems like a nice guy, but yeah, I'm not going to act like he's a saint or anything either. He's like, he's a, he's a nice guy that. No, that was Val, Kil- that was Val Kilmer. That was, a doesn't, do you want me to bring no, up a couple other options or no? no I, I say, I seriously am fine. You said you had a clear number one. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I, I, that's, I, that's that one this, like, I'd never pushed back on this plot. I'm on this selection. I never said, uh, maybe not. I'm like, go for it. Like I'm going to go into it just like I went to Top Gun Maverick. Which was like okay, this is uh, going to be bad attitude. Yeah, no, I actually did. A, Eric, <laughs> Eric gave me credit for the way I treated Tom. You Gun reviewed Maverick. it. Was very... You gave it a decent review, but I bet you went into it with a negative the, attitude. Is my guess. The, the ceiling was like a six point. Go into this him. with an open mind of being. It's going to be a cheesy '80s very action, but cheesy like, but fun. But go into it expecting that. Right, that's what and I, I think am. you'll be. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting it to probably be like. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna say the greatest. He's not I think gonna act you like, be like, oh my god, he's the greatest actor. He just he does exactly what he's supposed to do. No. Everybody in the well, movie I'll, does. I'll, what I'll supposed probably to do. treat not... it like we will. You'll we'll learn the like... you'll learn the basics of volleyball and romance and True. how True. to be a good friend to people and a little bit of a rivalry and Val Kilmer's cool yep. in it and it's just it's a lot kinda... of cool a lot of cool flying and jet scene. I guess it's a cool flying. movie. Well, I'll probably treat it like eighty tubular horror. soundtrack. I'll probably treat it like 80s horror movies, except for the fact that I'm less interested in action movies and uh, horror movies. So okay. no, but I'm that's saying that's fair. that's a fair thing. I want to say how that's like that not fair. fair. I'm saying fair. I action movies are the comfort movie for some people, and I I get bored often by action movies. 
whereas horror movies in the 80s there's obviously like it's more fun for him to watch like the 80s pet part like the cheesiness is fine i'm just not as interested in the action sequences and i probably have seen it before because i know like certain characters that die and all that kind of stuff from like but i'm like i don't remember i probably haven't seen it from beginning to end in like a, a sitting because it's not a movie that i've like but i'm like you probably should watch it at some point it's a blockbuster it fits the criteria i'm absolutely okay with watching it you, I mean, we can go and do the review now me and brad are good and you could probably just make up generic like negative things about it and be good, so <laughs> but yeah he, he's, like, he's already crapping all over so he's already like on. writing his notes now without even he is we'll try to squeeze tom, in tom cruise sucks val kilmer's all right it's too long it's boring it's generic the music's dated the cinematography the music is, bad. is awesome oh, sorry the music is amazing amazing but yeah, yeah we can probably hope, stop now and then <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I meant like the recording. Yeah, we can stop the recording. All right. Yeah. We'll see you all. Happy Father's Day. A couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah.